You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. We back, baby. What is up? We're back, and Chelsea has a glow about her. (laughs) A marriage glow and a honeymoon tan. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you very much. First time I saw Chelsea was about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Since she's been um, Chelsea Hollis. Yeah. We have to change the um, picture on our our logo. And I'm going to have to go through changing everything. I still haven't changed my name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, we maybe I'll go but, with you. Yeah, let's do it. Go to the DMV together. Yeah, because it just sounds <laughs> so suck. boring. Yeah, but just like not only that, but like all my things, like my email address is Chelsea Jones. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to start transferring things yeah. over, like my business things and all that. But luckily, your business is Chelsea Allegra. You yeah. Have to change that. Yeah. Just like things within it. Yeah. Like contact. Yeah, I remember that. Like changing my email. Yeah. Of course, changing my Facebook. I did that right away. Yeah. Did that right away. And then... People got to change their contact and their in phone. their phone, yeah. You're still Chelsea Jones in my phone. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The first that. time I said it, where was... I think it was when we were on the honeymoon. Yeah, you're Chelsea I asked my last name, and I was like, Hollis. And then I was like, this is so weird, like, saying that. Hollis is a good last name, though. It is. People like, don't mistake strong. it for anything. Yeah. So... Binko was hard. Like, Michael thought his last name was Binko until we got engaged, and I looked up how to pronounce it. His whole life, it was, he said Binko, and it's Banco. Really? Yeah, I was like, I don't think you're right. And so I looked up on YouTube, like, the proper pronunciation of... B-E-N-K-O. And it's Banco. And they're like, Hungarian name, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you dum-dum. You've been saying your name wrong for, like, 29 years. (laughs) That's hilarious. I like Banco. Yeah. It's a cool name. It's good. Anyway. Um, Okay, so how... First, let's... I mean, let's just talk about happies and crappies but like we obviously let's end on your happy because i want to talk about like the wedding and stuff the wedding and the honeymoon okay um my crappy is that it's over yeah (laughs) but honestly like i hear a lot of people say like oh you're gonna be so depressed after your wedding and like i'm really not i was like really excited to come home and just like enter married life come back to this life that i love yeah so much and this that's such a good thing and it was like a really refreshing feeling the couple, like a couple days after the wedding, I was like a little bit sad, but we got to hang out with everybody and our family was still here and then we left for vacation. And so we just got to like ride on that high of feeling so happy and like loved. And that's just like carrying me through the rest. Yeah. Like I really am not, you're, you're sad it's over, but I'm not like blue. You know? It's so good to like come or I, I feel this too when I'm on trips of like I can't wait to be home. Yeah. Which is like a really good feeling because it means our, you have a good life. Yeah, exactly. You I a love good our home. life here and and just like being together and I was excited to get back to work and like do all this again and just be in a routine. Um, but I guess like part of the crappy is that um, it took us a really long time to get back yesterday. We left at 10 a.m. We got home at 2 a.m. I had to get Is up. Is that because you flew to Raleigh morning. and you had a drive back? So, kind yeah. But we, so the way there, we left Wrigley at my friend Becky's house. Yeah, I saw that. So we stayed the night and then we just left early in the morning to go to the airport. But, so the way there didn't feel quite as like daunting. But the way back, we left our resort at 10 a.m. because it took about an hour and 45 minutes to get from yeah. the resort to the airport. 
And 10 a.m. was like the best bus they could do for a 2.45 p.m. flight. So we were there a little early. And then from um, Jamaica, we flew to Charlotte, which was a three-hour flight. But then you lose lose an hour because Mm -hmm. they're an hour behind in Jamaica. So we landed in Charlotte around 6. Then we flew from Charlotte to Raleigh and got in around 9, 9.30. Dang, I wish I could have like gone on a Charlotte to Wilmington flight. I know. That, but that we had to go get rid of Oh, you had to get the dog. <laughs> I, like, missed that part. Yeah. Duh. So, anyway, it felt like at that point we could have, like, driven, you know, but then it would have been even more hours. So then we had to, like, go to baggage claim, get our car from the parking deck, and then drive to get our dog. And then we hung out there for a little bit and then drove home. So we didn't get home till like, 2 a.m., and we were so tired. Jordan started, like, falling asleep driving. And yeah, I, and I would, that's like, so scary. And I would, like, look over at him and be like, are you okay? And he's like, No. I'm like, all right, let's pull over. I'll drive for a little bit. Even though I was so tired, too. I was yeah. like, he's probably just zoning out. When it's dark and you're driving oh, yeah. like that, ugh. And when you've been traveling all day, yes. you're just, like, exhausted. We would have just stayed, but then we would have had to get up really early today for me to... Either way, you would have been exhausted. Either way, we would have been so tired. Yeah. yeah. And it probably felt good to just, like, sleep in your own bed. Yeah, we just wanted to get home, be here, wake up in our bed, and here we are. So, but I Did just, he go back to work today? No, he took today off, okay, which good. is good. Um, but yeah, so I've just been feeling like crap because we ate like crap, <laughs> drank yeah. a lot, traveled all day yesterday. So things are not feeling great in the stomach department right now. Well, you look great. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> One of my favorite moments of the trip, we were sitting front row for a reggae band because you mm-hmm. know how much we love reggae music. Yes. And we were sitting there and we we're dancing and singing along and the band took a break and one of the the bass players who we loved he was the most like animated and fun comes up and he introduces himself to us and he asks us if we're spanish shut up you're like so both so tan i was like thank you (laughs) that's so nice like in my dreams yeah oh my gosh and then jordan goes no we're english and i look over him like we're We're not english we're from the u.s we're English. I think he just like had a couple drinks and was like, he's like, I speak English. English. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're not English, babe. We are American. And then he's like, oh, he, yeah, he yeah. all of a sudden starts start talking in like a British, <laughs> British accent. accent. He's like trying to justify his statement. <laughs> there were so many British people there, though. I guess it's like a hot spot for them. Yeah. But that's like such a long trip for them. Yeah. So they stay for like weeks at a time. Yeah. It's like they call it holiday. Yeah. They yeah. were on holiday. Exactly. There's a lot of them. Okay, yeah. so I'm sure you have a bajillion happies. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hone in. Okay. Your wedding was obviously perfect. If, if you follow <laughs> us at all, then you've seen some footage. Some footage of Chelsea's sneak peeks that she posted on her Instagram, and I just like about dropped it. Every single one I responded. <laughs> she <laughs> time she posted one on her story, I'd be like, "What? Everything was all cap. What? No, stop. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't." <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I know, I was dying at those. Um, yeah. Stunning. Your wedding was a dream come true really for was. all of us involved, so I hope it was for you too as well. What was? What were your top three highlights of your wedding day and night? Hmm, that's a good question. I think... Top three happies. One was just like, obviously the marriage itself, like walking down the aisle and seeing Jordan like I literally could not see anything else Mm -hmm. like I could could barely even hear the music I just remember like crying and just seeing him 
And I was a little nervous because I had heard from everyone, like, he's not doing so great. Like, he's really nervous. He wasn't feeling well. He was, like, really sick because he was super anxious about everything. And I think it was – I think he's just so calm and chill about everything that he didn't actually, like, prepare and, like, process what was actually about to happen. Not that he didn't want to do it. It was just, like, wow, just so overwhelming for him. I was nervous that he got, like, food poisoning. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I knew he looked... Like, before we walked down the aisle, Macy and I looked at each other. We're like, he looks kind of pale. He was very pale. And we were... And he he's not pale. No. So we were like, we've never seen Jordan look like this. Yeah. And then I noticed during the reception, I maybe this is all in my head, but he, like, had to leave a couple of times. Mm. So I thought he might be throwing up. He was throwing up. And so I was like, he got food poisoning. Yeah. And I was, like, so bummed well, for him. some people were starting to ask. But honestly, I think it was, like, a cycle of, like, him... First, just getting nervous because we wrote our own vows, and so he was yeah. like nervous about that. And then all just kind of hit him, and it was a pretty hot day, and he hadn't it was really hot, yeah. eaten or drank anything. So then I think it was just like a cycle of him getting sick, and then just getting more dehydrated, and like couldn't nourish his body, and so it just he Escalated. wasn't able to recover from yeah. it. Yeah, he was still able to enjoy himself and like talk to people and stuff, but it did suck that he couldn't like drink or eat any of the food. I know, um, I noticed him, like, chugging water bottles. Yeah, I was just drinking water all day, and uh, it's, I my mind was, like, the whole night just kind of worried about him, and so, like, every now and then I would go check on him and make sure he was okay, and then once I saw him out talking to people, that's when I was like, all right, I'm on, I'm, the, dance. I'm on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. So it was still fine, and, and we still wouldn't change a thing. Like, I think it was meant to happen for some reason. Well, also Jordan, like you said, he's always cool, calm, and collected. And he's, like, he can, he's extroverted in that he's outgoing, but he's yes. quiet. Yeah. So, like, all, when all eyes are on you. It's a lot. And yeah. you have to, like, deliver the, not performance, but, like, all eyes are on you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was like, it's I'm intense. not used to this, and I'm yeah. not cut out for this. <laughs> I was definitely nervous. I think because weddings are, like, my livelihood I wasn't freaking out as much because I'm so used to the atmosphere, what it's going to feel yeah. like, what it's going to be like. And I think I kind of got over the like public speaking thing with many things that I do. Yeah. Not that I had to get up there and speak, but just like to be like the center of attention and say yeah. vows and yeah. Um, so the only time I got pretty nervous was like right before we were about to walk down the aisle and I was sitting in the bridal suite with my cousin, my maid of honor. And my heart was just like beating out of my chest because she was peeking outside and she's like, oh my gosh, it's starting. And oh, there's Jordan. He looks super nervous. And then all of a sudden it just hit yeah, me. You're like, I'm about to like, walk down the holy aisle. crap. Yeah. So that was the only time it like really got to me um, nerves wise. But then that was fine. So anyway, long tangent. Yeah. All just to say <laughs> Number that one highlight of like getting there and just actually getting married. Like the ceremony was so perfect. It, it really was. was everything I could have asked for um it poured it poured after the ceremony but during it held off little sprinkles and it held off so I'm so grateful that God uh I know I thought about that too I was like what perfect timing what would we have done if it just started pouring in the middle of the ceremony I don't know we just got wet um (laughs) yeah so that was a highlight I loved like honestly Part of what I loved most about the whole wedding planning process was seeing all of my people connect so much. Mm-hmm. Like seeing you with my girlfriends from when I was ten, and like, and then everyone just being 
I don't know, just so close. And like, yeah, I've never seen that really happen. And it just made me feel me feel so loved because of how everybody was together. Lots of new friendships happen. And just like having you guys all there getting ready and spending the day with and then praying with you guys. I was like sobbing. Just that was so I mean, beautiful. Maisie. Oh my gosh. So my mom, just to fill you guys all in, had wanted to have like a moment with her and my grandmother and all of my girls where we sat down and prayed together before the ceremony and my photographer was in there too I think the videographer was too and Catherine started it all off and it was just so beautiful and heartfelt and little by little everyone just kind of chimed in a little bit and then Macy closed it out and it was just like by the end I was I mean sobbing she's first of all she's Macy she's been on the podcast twice yeah She's like an angel, yes. and like her, she's so eloquent in the way she speaks. So like her praying with like the spirit of the Lord coming over her, she was like, "You literally hear God speak through Macy." Yeah, she brought. I mean, she gave a sermon. She it, did it in the most. It was amazing. What's wild to me is when she's and when she prays like that, it it sounds like she's reading from scripture or a book because there's not a single like, a single hesitation, a single yeah. Um, it's it's like just clear straight and like concise. preaching. From God Himself, like it I is. don't know how to explain it. Everybody's words were so touching to me, though, and that just like really was a special moment yeah. for me, um, and something that I always remember. And then, lastly, <laughs> you're gonna know what this is. <laughs> yes, was our speeches. <laughs> so um, incredible. All night, everyone just kept saying like, "Oh my gosh, your band was amazing. Your all of your people's speeches were so amazing." But the one that surprised me the most was my matron of honor, Becky. Who Did was, it surprise you though? <laughs> well, no, it was yes incredible, no. but it was, it was so Becky. Oh yeah, but I had no idea it was coming. Yeah, like she always she she's very outspoken, outspoken and very fun. She talks to literally everybody. She'll make friends with a wall. But she does get nervous with yeah, like Yeah, she was so nervous. She was nervous. Yeah. So I didn't I would never cute. have put pressure on her to do that. But she Okay. So she and I have been best friends since we were fourteen. And we used to have this thing where we would you know, all we would do in high school would like drive around and sing to songs. And she can do this really hilarious Shakira impersonation. And so that's always been like her party trick, always been her thing. Like that this guarantees a- to make me laugh. This is, like, random, but that used to be my, my party trick until I met Becky. I won't do it anymore because I'm, like, I'm, I'm not worthy. <laughs> it's so good. Like, she's definitely – she doesn't, like, sing, sing, but she can impersonate Shakira very, yeah. very well. And so that's always something she's done. I have countless videos of her doing it over the years, and it always cracks me up. And she did it on the Bachelorette weekend when we were out on a yacht. And she sang in the entire um, underneath, underneath your, clothes. your clothes. And I think she had this moment of like this is awakening. Like, this is what I need to do at the wedding. And so all the other speeches had happened already. My, or the best man and my maid of honor, they were super sweet. And then Becky gets up and I knew she was going to do something really heartfelt. Like, that's just who she is. But I was not anticipating this. And um, so she starts speaking, and then all of a sudden the band comes up behind her, (laughs) and I thought, I honestly thought... It was over. Yeah, I thought like, oh, okay, the band's just going to start, and the party's going to get going. Like, they're just warming up to start their first song. But then she says, 
oh, like, this is what me and Chelsea always did. I sing Shakira and, uh, all right, band. And then she turns to the band and they start playing. And I lost it. Like, and then all the bridesmaids walk up. All the bridesmaids walk up behind her, like little backup dancers. And they're just swaying to the beat and, like, snapping their fingers. And she breaks <laughs> out and she rewrote Underneath Your Clothes by Shakira and sang it for her speech. That's incredible. And... I cannot even tell you. I was like, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I was like screaming. When you I were was, doing both. I was, yeah. You were like, you were so cute watching you while we were doing that. You were like, what? And then you like start crying and then you'd start laughing and you were like, what is happening? I just, I keep telling everybody like, I felt like I was watching a movie of my own life. Like, <laughs> like because, bridesmaids. Yes. Like. Her sit out there singing, the band is playing with her. All like you guys, like my best friends up there, clapping. Are you crying like, right now? Cheer- yes. Like, <laughs> cheer- <laughs> cheering her along. And oh, and then my brother, yeah. my my oldest brother is behind me, and he's like Becky's number one fan. And every time I hear his laugh, I like start dying even more. It was just it was incredible. epic. And like the whole like reception was just clapping along and like screaming crying it was so fun that was definitely my highlight of that and just the band in general the band was so fun was amazing like incredible yes shout out to restless carolina um they literally brought the house down jesse the lead singer actually listens to the podcast yeah she came up to me in the bathroom before they started performing it was like while we were gathering for the reception or uh-huh. eating or something about to start eating and she was like you're Catherine right and I was like yeah and yeah. she was I knew she was with the band so yeah. I was feeling cool I was like oh my god Ooh, wait, look Lisa, at me. you're talking to me <laughs> and then she's like I listen to the podcast and I was like what <laughs> so cool she's so sweet she even took a little video of me and my dad dancing for us and sent it to my dad which was like the sweetest thing ever um but yeah they both her and Brian the other lead singer are like incredible the whole band was so good like yeah so amazing to work with. Everything that they did was amazing all night. That's ev- everyone just kept coming up to me and saying, "This is the best band I've ever heard at a yeah. wedding." Like so, so much good. Fun. Um, I didn't want it to end. And there was one part of the night too, which was like part of my favorite, like end of the night series was they played Taylor Swift. I was like, "Can you do Shake It Off?" And I was like, and "Yes!" And Catherine and I like lost it. But then after I was that, sweating so bad. I was, <laughs> I was dripping too. in sweat. But after that, they did Backstreet Boys, Blink-182, like this whole oh, yeah. segment of just all 90s. bangers. And I remember at one point, Becky was like throwing her head all around, just like shaking her hair. And she screams at the band. She's like, stop playing headbangers. I'm getting sore. <laughs> <laughs> we were raging. Oh. I mean, that last series of songs. I was Michael, dying. like before that was like... Um, asking like what time the exit was and I was like oh no probably soon and then I kept dancing I looked over at him and he was like you're not gonna stop are you and I was like no no (laughs) like I'm not leaving like have you heard these songs like there's no way I would like start to inch (laughs) off at the end of one and then like another one come on like okay (laughs) like run back back at it you couldn't leave that's what I loved like at one point there was never a point where nobody was on the dance floor except maybe for like five minutes yeah it was like in and out with dinner People were dancing, like, in the back of the reception at their tables. Like, that's I know. how good they sounded. And, and like, even... Was. I've never seen this at a wedding before, but while people were eating dinner... People were people dancing. People were getting up and, like... Because they were playing those slow songs. Yeah. Love her. 
Yeah. We and to I got up and danced to it. Yeah. But Michael and I got up and danced to like two or three of those because they were so sweet. And I told Jordan for when Lover came on, I was like, babe, I don't care how sick you are. You're dancing with yeah. me right now. I told Michael that too. I was like, if you don't dance with me this song. Yeah. It's I don't over. know. It's over. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> so yeah, he got up and he danced to the whole thing with me and that was great. That was another good memory. But man, I could go on and on. It was just literally an actual dream come true. Like looking around the whole night was just good. I'm so glad it was everything you wanted and more. It really was. Like seeing all like the design come to life. Oh, that was cool. That was amazing. The dresses that you guys wore looked incredible. I cannot wait to see all the pictures that Cameron took. She did an amazing job. She's amazing. She's also like eight months pregnant and she crushed it. She slayed it. Um, She's like the cutest pregnant person too. (laughs) She is. She's so sweet. I can't wait to just see the whole gallery of all those pictures. Me too. Relive the whole day and the video. Because there's so much of it you don't see. Yeah. On your own way. You're going to get like a good zillion notifications from me alone when the picture posts. Oh, yeah. Every single one. I'm definitely going to, this week I want to work on like writing a blog just while like everything is fresh. And then when I get the pictures, I'll put them in there. That's a good idea. But I want to write all about the honeymoon and, and the wedding just to kind of have that to remember everything by. And yeah. That's what's fun about having a blog on my website is it's like a journal for me. Yeah, it is. It's so. like your little diary online. Yeah. Remember Zanga? Speaking of diaries yes. online. Yeah. I had one of those and I was in high school and when I was in a community group right in Dallas right before I moved here, one of the people in my community group found my Zanga online and Shut printed them out up. and brought every entry to a community group and pass it around to everyone before I got there. So I get there, everyone's laughing. They're like reading. Wait, but that's kind of mean. I know, it's like bullying. But um, this guy and I also were like low-key dating. So I was like, what? <laughs> but anyways, at the time. But one of the posts was like, okay, so Plano played West in volleyball tonight and we totally dominated. Go Wildcats! And I was like, oh my God, I hate myself, I hate myself. And then at the end it was like, and my crush walked in at the very end of the game dot, 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 you know who you are, winky face. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Oh, my gosh. I wish I – it would still exist. I mean, he found it. This was back in, like, 2014, though, so I don't know if it's still out there. Hopefully they took it off the web. pull mine up. That would be amazing to yeah, see. Yeah, like, my profile picture was, like, me kissing a ketchup bottle at Chili's. <laughs> like, at Chili's. Because, like, that's all he did in high school was, like, go to Chili's in the movie theater. Yeah, it is. I think I had mine in middle school, though. Yeah, I was, I was really a little bit older you. than you. Um, which I would love to see what I would write about on that thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to read a review of the week because I fa- saw one and I actually... You came in this week. Thank you very much. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All you beautiful listeners. Now just give me about 15 minutes to figure out how to pull them up. Library. Hot and sewed. Okay. Wait, where's the reviews? I can pull it up if you need me to. How do I do it? <laughs> Podcaster. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. This one is from Carrie Jane with all the E's at the end. So I said it like that. And Hi, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. The um, subject is true life. I'm addicted to heart and soul. Hi, it's me, Carrie. Wow, I feel incredibly old because it took me this long to figure out how to leave a review. Well, did you hear how long it took me to figure out how to read read it? (laughs) But better late than never, am I right? 
I've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, and I can't say enough how much these girls have made an impact on my life. What they're doing in this community is so exciting, and I'm, I'm just honored to witness it. The way you guys can make me go from feeling down about myself to feeling empowered and beautiful, and beautiful is honestly a gift in itself. And I know you're doing that for every single listener out there. Listening to this podcast on my morning commute is a guaranteed way to lift my spirits before a full work day. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful for that. Period. <laughs> Sorry, I can't read. I'm so happy to have met both of you and can't wait to see what y'all have in store. Wilmington ain't ready. Winky face. Love you both. Wait, is this the carry we know? Yes. Oh. That's why I was saying that. Like... <laughs> Like, did you not get that reference in the beginning? Maybe not. I'll just let her keep reading. I didn't. Speaking of. I didn't realize until halfway through, like, maybe this is Carrie. Yeah, this is a perfect segue. To announce. Okay. So, we are having a fun event on, it's Thursday, right? October 3rd. Next Thursday. Next Thursday, October 3rd at. The Mean Girls Day. At 6.30 p.m. At Mass Kelly Training. At Mass Kelly Training. We're going to do the workout first. and then... Actually, let's say 7 p.m. Okay. 7 p.m. Okay. Yes. Um, there's going to be a soul workout, which first one is first one's free. Okay. Yeah. She lifts. She lifts. <laughs> I, like, I just want to make sure, sure it actually is free. I don't want to promise anything. Um, first one is free. So if you want to come to the workout, you totally can. And then obviously if you're a soul, um, soul girl, come, girl, on, come baby. on out. And then we're going to do a fun closet sale, Yes. um, which I'm sure there's going to be some good things. Catherine's got some good style. Carrie is a blogger actual fashion blogger and she works for a really awesome boutique so there's probably going to be a lot of great stuff from her as well we just have a lot that we don't wear and yeah. it's very sad sitting in our closet and we thought it would be a fun way to um shop and sweat little, yeah have a little sweat and shop event um so yeah there's a it. lot of cool things coming which by the way i need to talk to you about okay um this year with yes. soul and heart and soul so this is the beginning of a series of fun events yes. for There's going to be a lot. I can feel it. This is like the time of year, too, when there's always a lot of fun stuff yeah. going on. So, And then are you going to be at Piwai tomorrow night? Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot so, that was tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, I ran into Shelly I mean, I knew it was, but like I yeah. didn't really say it was Tuesday. I don't know. Yes, I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Awesome. So there is Piwai at Wrightsville Manor tomorrow night with the amazing Shelly Jackson. It's a Pilates class and then lots of vendors and then you got wine Pilates yeah. and wine Piwai and Heart and Soul will be there yes um I didn't know you were gonna go I think I'm gonna go okay um I have to teach at 5 30 I have to teach till 6 30 okay but I'll come over yeah. after yeah um like we're just like planning out this on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah yeah okay cool call yeah. me. um okay well I didn't get to say my happy and crappy so before we get into what this episode is about my crappy is um just that I'm like probably not as tired as you, but same traveled this weekend, like a really quick 36 hour trip to Dallas and then like came back. And I do like a lot of my prosper planning, like for our, my social media stuff on Sundays. And so I didn't get any of that done. So I'm like scrambling. Yeah. But that's like not anything compared to my happy is obviously your wedding and your honeymoon. But the sole event, the documentary, blew my mind so if you were there on thursday night for the soul documentary premiere thank you for being there there were over 100 people there it i was, was like crying watching your it stories. was nuts i was like oh, like completely overwhelmed i just like it didn't feel like real life in fact like when i came home my adrenaline was still so high like 
kind of when you like run a race or get married, mm-hmm. like you're just like so. Wise. What is happening? Yeah. Like I couldn't sleep. I was just like on cloud fifty nine. Yeah. Um. So thank you so much if you came to that. The documentary was incredible. Thank you, Honeyhead Films. Yes. And I'm just excited to see what God does with this um, piece, like this type of long format video um, and encouragement. So if you haven't watched it, go to my Facebook and my Instagram. I don't think I post, I haven't posted on Heart and Soul, but. We can. Yeah. We post a little, we haven't um, posted on there in a while because we've been so crazy. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but we'll get back on it. Yeah, so thank you so much. That was amazing. And just a little update um, for y'all. The Soul app is now only $29.99 a month. So, y'all, what are you waiting for? Yeah. You get a workout every single day, plus a devotional, plus a nutrition guide. And if you use the code SOUL still, you still get 20% off your first month. So, your first month is like so cheap. And mm-hmm. then after that, it's still so cheap. Yeah, so if you're, you're interested in personal training with me, it's all videos of me coaching you. So it feels very personal. And plus there's a message board where all the soul sisters just like talk all day and encourage each other. And um, it's awesome. So if you're interested, go to the link in the soul fitness Instagram or even my personal Instagram um yeah go to my personal instagram it's definitely on there so yeah and i'll also post it in the show notes by the way um i listened to the episode that you were interviewed on emily hudson's podcast oh yeah on the plane yesterday it was so good it was so good i loved it you did such a great job it was awesome i well i forgot like i didn't forget about it but we recorded it like almost three months ago yeah so when she released it i was like oh yeah i forgot we did that yeah it was exciting yeah, it was really good. Um, I liked listening to it. So before we get into the meat of today's podcast, we want to talk about our sponsor, FabFitFun. Um, if you've been listening to us for a while, then you know that we love FabFitFun. It is a seasonal subscription box with over 200 sometimes even over $300 worth of um, products in it for only $49.99 a month. And they just released their fall a box. season. Yeah, forty nine ninety nine per box. Oh, sorry, per box. <laughs> yeah. per box, not a month. Yeah, $49.99 per box, and with our code Soul S O L E, you get it for ten dollars off your first box. So That's correct. Um, we got our fall boxes like what a month ago, mm-hmm. and they're awesome. They have like a face mask, a scarf. They have this mm-hmm. like aroma essential oil sleep stuff that I use every single night. Yes, I'm obsessed with it. Um, they have these really cute. What are those earrings called? Oh, where they the, like the crawlers. stick on your ear crawlers. Yeah. They like go up your ear. You know what I love that kind of surprised me that I didn't really know what they were when you first got them. Those um, exfoliator cube things. Have you tried those? I haven't yet? tried those yet. They smell so good. Like I want to eat them. They smell like candy almost. Really? And they're like these little cubes that you just bring them in the shower with you and you rub it on as an exfoliant and then it like kind of dissolves into a. A, scr- a body scrub and then it gets all foamy so it's like body wash oh all in one amazing yeah i forget what, what the exact name of them are but they came in a cute little jar in the fall box and i'm obsessed with them yeah it really is like getting a bunch of gifts like at christmas but in one delivery yeah. so it's pretty awesome when it comes to your door you're like ah it's time <laughs> um so if you're interested in that please use our code soul s-o-l-e for ten dollars off your first box Again, that's Soul, S-O-L-E. 
Just go to fabfitfun.com and use the code SOUL yeah. at checkout. Um, okay, we're going to get into it. The next two weeks, we're going to do in-depth episodes with each other. So this week is Chelsea's week. I'm kind of nervous. So basically, we're just going to ask, like, y'all know us, obviously, but there's things you still don't know. And, like, it's, like we said during our check-in episode a couple months or a couple weeks ago, like, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, we are so busy, 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 and, like, we know each other's stories, but we don't necessarily know what's going on in our hearts right now. So this is just kind of an opportunity to check in with each other in a more in-depth way. So we'll go from... We'll talk about our past to our present to hopes for our future. And then um, I'll get to interview Chelsea for a change and she'll get to interview me next week. Yeah, I'm excited. This yeah. is going to be fun. I actually stole this idea from, do you listen to the Almost Famous podcast about The Bachelor? No, I don't. <laughs> so they do like, they don't do the, this every time, but like once a quarter they do an in-depth episode with like one former bachelor or bachelorette contestant. Oh, that's cool. So that you get to know a contestant outside of the show. Yeah. And it's like super long and super deep. But um, I was like, that would be cool if we did that with each other. I like it. It's a good idea. Okay. So here we go. I'm nervous. I didn't like really, I looked over these, but I didn't like really think. That's probably better. Okay. Authenticity. Okay. Who is Chelsea in three words? So if you could describe, use three words to describe yourself. What are those three words? Um, I'd say willing, um, kind, and joyful. Yeah, joyful. That's so true. Thanks. All those are true. You're (laughs) kind and willing as well. Thank you. Um, What are three significant moments from your childhood that forever impacted the outlook you have on life? Oh, gosh. Um, that's tough because childhood memories are so like faded. It, yeah, you you remember them how you how you want to. I think um, that's part of it, you know. Like, yeah, what did you remember from it? So one of them would definitely be we talked about this on last week's episode was nine eleven. That literally, yeah, um, being so close to home literally affected everything. Like mm-hmm. every day after that. Um, yeah, totally. It just kind of was the first experience you have of realizing, like, there's evil in this world, you yeah. know? And we were so young when that happened. So, or at least for me, I was only 10. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, specific memories that shaped me. I mean, I had, I think growing up riding was... A lesson in and of itself. Yeah. Um, she means riding horses. Yeah, riding Not horses. Not like riding dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, there was like always a lesson that I was learning with that. And it, it taught me so many things from like just being disciplined and the value of hard work. But, um, you know, this is going to sound so cliche, but like anytime you fell off, you had to get back on. Yeah. And it, I think it taught me so much resilience, like perseverance um, at a young age. And, and looking back, I was like so naive when it came down to it because now I'm so much more chicken about some of those things than I ever was before. Like I would get on anything you asked me to, I just, any opportunity to ride, I was there. And that's the beauty of doing it as a child. Yeah. That childlike faith. I mean, I was like, go for it. Exactly. I had a bad accident one time where I fell off, like a, off the track racehorse when I was nine 
had to go to the hospital. My eye was completely swollen shut. And the very next day I was back on with one eye closed. Yeah. So, um, I hope, I don't know if that answers that question really. It really does actually. I'd say those are two things. I don't know. I guess just like my family too. We, um, like something that I always remember from childhood is no matter what, every night we always had dinner together. And yeah. that just kind of invoked a sense of like family, like little family, family values and unity checking in with each other. And yeah, those are great. Yeah. I love that. What is one lesson that you learned in high school that will always stay with you? Oh man. Or even like a, moment of impact in high school um high school was interesting for me because I had just moved here like starting high school from a small town in New York where the poodle nose is out to play (laughs) hi bear um there's faces in my lap right now I came from a small like school where you go to the same elementary school you go to the same middle school and then you all go to the same high school right and I came from that to this like huge um county school that was like the biggest in the area and nobody knew anybody and so that was impactful and that it it, I had to like navigate completely what felt like completely on my own right and I didn't know who I wanted to be or like who I wanted to be friends with Um, and I was honestly really miserable until sophomore year. Like I started riding down here. So I kind of met like some barn friends, but it's still like high school was like miserable because there's, I didn't get bullied or anything, but you just, I just never felt like super connected to a group of people or, or the school because it was, everyone already had their clicks. I would have almost rather have been the new girl so that someone would have known that, you know, and like Mm -hmm. took me in a little bit. Um, but it wasn't until I met Becky that I like felt like I actually, it's like mosquitoes swarming me right now, had, um, like a good friend. So I guess that's like the, the, what's the word? Most impactful? Yeah. Just like the feeling that I get about high school was like, I was never super attached to it. Later on, I hung out with like all different types of people. Yeah. I hung out with lots of people from other schools, people from you know, the barn that I rode at and then just like all sorts of random people from high school. And so I guess it taught me to just like follow your, your desires. <laughs> like you could literally be whoever you want to be and then you don't have to fit into a mold. Like, you yeah, can, you can be friends with this group and this group and you don't have to, you don't have to have a status quo to, that's so true. To be and like, for all of life. Yeah. Like you don't have to fit into a specific mold. And then guess what? We all went to, to college and so many people that I was never friends with in high school, we became super close freshman year because we all happened to go to the same college yeah. and like we were never friends in high school. So it was just like, there's no rules, you yeah. know? You, it doesn't need to be like the movies where like, right. There's specific groups and, and just because you, you don't have that type of experience doesn't mean that you like miss out either. Right. You know what I mean? Like so. your high school experience doesn't have to be cliche. Right. Or yeah. any experience in life, your marriage, your right, everyone's job, all of it is so different. So different, yeah. What about college? Is there a lesson you learned in college that kind of stuck with you? 
Yeah, too many. <laughs> I feel like college is probably where you learn the most lessons the quickest and the hardest. Yeah, it's usually because, like a rude awakening. Yeah, I mean, you are thrown into a new town by yourself with no expectations of like, High school does not prepare you for college. It just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really no matter how many AP classes you take, you're you're smacked in the face. Yeah. Especially if you go in as a biology major like I did, which was not smart. Um, but yeah, you're thrown into this like freedom for the first time in your life. And also you're supposedly supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. And there's all this pressure to come out on the other side with like a career and having it all figured out. Yeah. Um, and so I guess something I learned through it was like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> like I changed my major three times. I, you have to, you have to go through things to really figure out who you are and what you want. Um, I learned, I feel like college was the, t- were some of the times that I was hurt and let down the most mm. by, um, friends and relationships and people that will try to take advantage of you for, you know, who you are or who you hang out with or whatever right. it might be. Um, so it was definitely like transformative years for me to figure out like true friendship and like what I deserved and like what I didn't. Thick skin and all that too. Like how to pr- protect yourself a little bit. Yeah. I had some crazy things happen in college that you just, you, you, yeah, you literally learn resilience and, and to take from maybe negative experiences and that they don't define you, but they will shape they you shape into you. every other decision that you make. Um, and then lastly more towards the end of college I learned that I have to take care of myself in order to take care of anybody else or to have you know a successful career or whatever because that was when I started to actually practice what I preach and what I was learning with exercise science and like oh I should probably start working out and like eating better and like learned how to actually take care of my mm-hmm. body when the first couple of years you're living off easy mac and like oh girl you know drinking any liquor you can get your hands on and yeah. you know what i mean like you we have used to, to go freshman out. year of college we had this like in our dorm room we had this grilled cheese little stand thing like baby restaurant mm-hmm. we would go at 11 p.m every night and get a grilled cheese sandwich yeah Go to the dining hall and get ice cream whenever we wanted. Yeah, health is not really... It was just not on the table. Yeah. And I feel like our generation, too, like, now it's very much more educational and, like, it's in the public eye of, like, what's good for you and what's bad for you. But we were kind of on that cusp of, like... It not really being a thing was Like, being healthy wasn't cool. It wasn't a fad. Right. It was hard. It was really hard. Because you didn't know anything. So, like, yeah, I would, I thought at first, I think it was probably, like, sophomore year, I tried taking, like, diet pills. Oh, I did, too. I tried doing Weight Watchers. What's that one that the Kardashians did? Yeah. Uh, Hi- uh, hydroxy cut. Hydroxy, yeah, yeah. I did that. Like, and I Terrible. was, like, oh, it was awful. It was My heart so was, like, racing. Yeah, like it was so bad. Terrible. Yeah, all sorts of lessons. But, yeah, you're right. We were on that cusp of, like, I think kind of as I was graduating, it started to become more of a... A fad like the whole fitness thing it started really with like um 
fitness competitions and things like that, sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's kind of what started the movement was yeah. like, there was this coolness around doing like competitions and And I think bigger... like once like insanity and like beach body yeah. and like people started selling that mm-hmm. and doing p90x and all that that's kind of when people like realize like seeing results and yeah yeah and for me it was just like oh shoot i'm getting this degree in this and if i want to actually work in this industry i should probably figure out how to do it on my own yeah and feel confident in that so you yeah. said something in that like you started to learn how to take care of yourself or love yourself because once you took care of yourself you could be the best version of yourself to others yeah I listened to a sermon on the plane yesterday or Sunday that was like love is something I can't remember what it was called mm-hmm. but he was basically referring to that same idea of like God calls us to love our neighbor like ourselves but if we don't love ourselves the way that God loves us and how are we ever supposed to show the love of God to them wow and I almost dropped dead because that's like my biggest yeah like insecurity or struggle is like receiving God's love and believing it for myself. Um, But it was like a slap in the face of like, if you want to love others and that's what we're called to, then you got to learn how much you're loved. You Mm -hmm. have to believe how much you are loved. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoop. And that can go in so many different directions too. Like, like you were talking on that, um, on that podcast interview about with like, being okay with some um, some self-love and like self-promotion sometimes and and you it's almost like this guilt or like fear of being judged for being confident or yeah being proud of what you're doing or what you're putting out into the world that you have to get over that because if you're not proud of yourself if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not loving yourself then like why would you expect anyone else to do the same or hire you or work with you right or, you, know? you got to believe so, in yourself the way that you want others to believe in you. Right. Um, okay, tangent. Back back <laughs> on track. What is something you've learned like post-graduation that's um, stuck with you or that you want to tell our listeners? We've you, probably already talked about it. Yeah. I'm sure, but... Honestly, like, this is, this is going to sound so cliche, but this is absolutely what I feel I've learned in my adult life is, like, you literally can do anything that you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have it all figured out in order to start. Yeah. Um, getting down to, like, my first job, I had zero experience um, in the industry that I wanted to work in. I knew I wanted to work in fitness somehow, and I had just kind of gone through my own weight loss journey, and I knew I wanted to get into personal training. So I started just like, hey, I'm just going to start training some people in their homes, and I kind of would do kind of like what you're doing now with certain clients I would go to them though yeah and then I came across an opportunity to work at Duke Health and Fitness Center because my friend worked there and got me an interview and I was like I don't like there's no way I'm gonna get this job like I don't have any experience you know who are they to hire me to teach group exercise when I've literally never done it in my life yeah and I got a I got the phone interview and she just said, oh, well, all you need to do is just come in and, and do a demo and we'll go from there. Do you have any experience with it? I was like, no, but I can probably figure it out. And I did. And I just like practiced, watched some videos, had my friend help me. And I went in and I taught a class and I just did it. And I got the job and they like trusted me. Yeah. And then that led me to, 
and I worked for this, you know, clinical gym that was like such a big Big deal. And it started to give me a little bit more confidence that, okay, this is, they trusted you enough. You have a degree in this. You can do this. And then I got my interview at SAS and I had never taught a step class in my entire life. (laughs) And that's what they wanted me to demo with. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to buy myself a step and like try to figure this out. I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. Literally no clue at all. And went in and demoed. And I completely didn't teach the way that I should have, but I think they knew, one, she went for it. Two, she can hear uh, an eight count and she can cue people safely and whatever, so we'll teach her how to do the rest. Right. And they hired me. And then uh, I guess just like time after time, like I wanted to learn photography, so I just did it. And and now here I am and it's my full-time job. Like... I just felt like I, when I first graduated, you're under this impression of like you have to have all these credentials or you have to have it all figured out or you have to have X, Y, and Z experience when like everyone's got to start somewhere and nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah. It goes back to what one of your three words that you used to describe yourself, willing. Just yeah, like trying just something. Yeah, do it. And being yeah. willing to fail and be in a vulnerable situation and, and start from somewhere and be willing to like not be the expert at something for a little while. It's the only place you're ever going to grow from. Yeah. So that actually answers one of our next questions of like knowing what you know now, what would you tell your past self? Yeah. Probably just like keep going for it or yeah. Just like, don't be, if you've got what it takes. Never let, even if you don't think you do. Yeah. Like, like you, yeah, you have within you everything that you want. You just have to be willing to go for it. And like, break through that fear of rejection or, or failure because chances are like someone will take a chance on you if they see that you're willing yeah and it's all about your confidence and your attitude like yeah if you're a go-getter and you're gonna like yeah you're gonna try your best that's all people really can ask for mm-hmm. you know yeah okay what are three of your future goals just like it could be anything Hmm. Maybe having a kid, maybe shooting Um, a specific wedding (laughs) venue. I don't know. Yeah, I do want to have a family. um, Not now necessarily, but God has other plans. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to shoot like abroad somewhere for a wedding. So if anyone's thinking of doing a destination, hit me up. We'll work something out. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah, so that that's not something I want to do like all the time. I don't want to be a destination wedding photographer because traveling is a lot. Yeah, and I want to be there for Jordan and like my family. But every now and then would be really It'd be cool, cool opportunities. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, we want to buy a house in the next. That's a good goal. Year or so, so. Yeah, just, you know, continue to grow my business enough in order to, like, support those dreams and goals. And honestly, it's never about the money for me. It's just, like, about the experiences. So, true that. Is there anything that you're struggling with right now? And if so, what is that? Hmm. Or something that you need to let go of today or... I kind of just like jumped to like no, heavy it's stuff. Fine. <laughs> I was trying to think about this. There's nothing that's like 
at the forefront right now. I think coming off of a high like, of such like, a great weekend. Um, obviously, like body image is something that I will always come back to. That it's like never perfect for me. That's a struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's honestly That's a good I thing. I don't really have a good answer for you right now. That's probably great though that you don't have an answer. You I know? think. I think. If anything, it would just be like, I'm not fearful of it at all, but just like learning to navigate life as a wife now and yeah. like continuing to keep the same balance. Like as this next year comes through with, I'm, I have a lot more going on professionally than I have in the past. And so I guess my goal is to not struggle through yeah. that and to like be able to keep that balance of my relationship and my sanity and like still treating my clients the best yeah. that I possibly can. So that's like a, like a future thing that I might struggle with. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we won't speak that into existence just yeah, yet. No, no. Okay. Um, what advice would you want to give your future daughter? If God willing, you have one one day. Oh, just one man. little piece of nugget truth. I guess, like, the only thing that really, like, just to put it so simply is, like, you are so much more worthy than you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. Boom. I mean, that's really, can go so many different ways. All the ways. But. Well, I'm going to end this in-depth with you, which, by the way, you nailed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. With the questions that we ask our guests every week. Okay. So, what is something that you're obsessed with right now or binging? Oh, man. I'm not really binging a show. I was. I finished Jane the Virgin. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I'm obsessed with that. That show is pretty funny. Um, this week, I binged a lot of bacon. <laughs> and the honeymoon? Morning, literally every morning at the breakfast that buffet. That breakfast buffet, man. It'll it gets get you. you. And start your day off with, like, yeah, a heart attack. Yeah. And you're like, okay. I had eggs, bacon... Um, some days I would have like a bagel with smoked salmon on it. Yes. Oh, it was just. Michael was so obsessed good. with the morning, the breakfast salmon on yeah. our honeymoon. It was good. Yeah. I had it twice. I actually ate raw fish, I think, every single day. We had a lot of sushi. Did y'all have a sushi restaurant? We did. We didn't go to it though. We, there was like an Asian restaurant. So there's a sushi bar, but then there was also an Asian restaurant that we went to three times because yeah. it was so good. And I had sushi there twice. And it was really good. But they also had, like, um, poke bowls oh, yeah. at the buffet. So I had that a couple times. I had smoked salmon. I would have sushi at night. So I was like, I'm, I'm eating raw fish, like, every day. But I was fine. I love all-inclusive resorts. Like, I think that's what heaven is. It's just, like, one big I know, all-inclusive right? resort. So fun. So fun. Okay. If you – oh, what's something that you're excited for now that your wedding's done mm. for the rest of the year? Coming to a close. There's like one, two, four full months left. Which is wild. Wild. Um, I'm excited. My cousin's wedding is coming up in a couple weeks, and that's going to be really fun. Um, I have a a few really cool weddings that are coming up that I think are going to be really different and fun as well that I'm shooting. Um, And then just like the holidays with our family – 
being married now, I think, is going to be cool. Yeah, your first Christmas married, yeah. first Thanksgiving married. Ah, not that it'll really be that different, because, like, yeah. we've been together for so long, but and we always just do the whole, like, both houses rotating thing yeah. where it's like all right so last you already year got that we did down. this this year we're gonna do this well that's good you don't have to like figure that out or like yeah work with yeah it's we always do like someone happy every other year thanksgiving at like his family versus mine and then christmas we'll do christmas eve with one christmas day with the other and then we flip-flop yeah um because his family does more christmas eve mine does both but like our extended family does christmas eve I think mine does more does. Christmas Eve and Michael's does more Christmas Day. That works so it kind of well. works. And right now with us like being the only married ones on both sides of the family, we can kind of like bring both of our families together. Yeah. Like we did that for Thanksgiving last year. But I'm that's going to change. that we can like start having family to us like in the future. You know? Yes. Well, when you have kids. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's what, when they come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If you could tell women one thing today, what would it be? Stop letting fear hold you back from anything. Bam. I think, obviously, I mean, we say that all the time. That's literally what everybody says, or just do it, or... For a reason. Stop holding back, but, like... I think, yeah, there's a reason that we keep coming back to it. And if you think about it, the only reason people don't do anything, don't is, do anything is because it's out of a place of fear of whatever that might be. So sometimes it's fear of success. Yeah. Like, what if it works? Yeah. So. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Like, it is sometimes like fear. Of, like, know. what if I'm busy? Or what if I'm super successful? Or Yeah, you don't think about that mm-hmm. sometimes until it happens. And then you're like, oh. What is something that you love about yourself today? Uh, Besides that bling on your finger. (laughs) I do like that a lot. (laughs) I don't know why this is hard for me today because I feel like I've just talked so much about myself this whole episode. In depth, baby. (laughs) That's the point. Um, It's your episode. I guess it would be like my... Um, determination to just take things on no matter what if I think I can do it or not yeah um, like some one of the things I'm most proud of this year was was the workshops we did together because you dominated and you threw all that you. together yeah it was just one of those things that I was always like oh, I'll do it when I have this many weddings under my belt or when I have this much experience or whatever it might be but then I just felt a tug saying like, you, you still so you still have so much value to anyone that hasn't taken the steps that you have already. Right. So you still can bring something to the table, whether you've done 10 years worth of work or two. Exactly. And it was an aha moment for me to be like, you know what? I can just take this and, and try it and see what happens. And, and it was amazing. And it was one of my favorite memories of this year. So it was amazing. I'm proud of it. And uh, I'm grateful that God gave me that, like, um, I guess, drive. Drive, yeah. Yeah, I would say you're one of the most driven people I've ever met. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I loved learning a little more about you today. Thanks. 
And I ho- and I hope you listeners did too. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, we love you guys so much, and we are back, baby. Next week is Catherine's turn. Next so week is my turn. I'm so excited to I'm gonna study my study life. Here. I know, I feel like you have a little bit of an advantage now because you're going to get to think about these. It's hard to think of, like, the first couple questions, like, three significant moments from your childhood. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'll I'll think about it, I guess, but probably not. Let's be real. I don't prepare for anything for this podcast. (laughs) And also, it's hard to think of your childhood moments. Yeah. You have have chunks of memories. Some are vivid and some are just, like, a total blur. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear from you, too. Well, um, we love you. Thank you, Chelsea Hollis, for um, being our guest on this interview oh, today. You're yeah, it's an honor, you're truly welcome. an honor. <laughs> um, okay, y'all. Well, we um, we'll talk to you next week. Hope you have a good week.